This is the first attempt at recording a podcast. I don't really know what exactly it's about, but this is just how it is. So, yeah. Life became like a version of life that was like, remember how you liked to do life? You can't do it like that anymore. Mm -hmm. You've got to find a new way to do life. And then there was like this period where I was like, fuck, what, how do I do that? So I'm like trying different things and like nothing is as good as it used to be. And then I like work through what I need to. And now it's like, you definitely still like all those things. Yeah. You know, you were just in a position of just ultimate like fear. Like. Ultimate clunch. <laughs> ultimate fucking no. <laughs> ultimate no. So it's like, ah. So it's like, I'm always feeling my heartbeat because I'm afraid it's going to stop. Right, you know, because I'm, I'm afraid of death. I'm always aware of it. It can never stop because I always know that it's evil. You know, <laughs> and if I, I need to always keep my eye on it and make sure that I know that it's still functioning you know, it because would, otherwise I'd be dead. It would, it would get to the point where like, I wouldn't feel my heartbeat for a minute and have to just be like, okay, we're, we're still going. Still we're, alive. we're alive. We're you know? still living. Still ticking. We're, we're good. You know, rather than just being like, you know what? Yeah, it, it's, it, you're right. Everybody's gonna fucking die. It's like I know that, but I still don't like accept that. Two like full cups of coffee here inside. Yeah. It's like I know it, but I don't accept it, you know. Right. It's like I understand this was gonna happen. I'm not cool with it. And it doesn't feel good. You're not cool with it yet? That's just no no, I I am. I'm I'm definitely closer to that than I was before. Yeah. You know, I just think for a long time, like, especially in the very beginning of my dark night, that was when I was just, like, the most afraid of it all. I mean, that's also something that, like, we're not really, like, brought up to think about as children. Like, well, exactly. parents don't like thinking about, about it. Like, the older generations don't really, like, have a healthy perspective on death. Mm-hmm. For, like, for the, you know, like, not everybody, but, like, for the most part, you're not raised to I think mean, about like, death in a constructive way. I haven't experienced any death that was very significant in my family yet. So, yeah. like, I'm still waiting on that first right. experience, which yeah, I'm not yeah. looking forward to. See, I didn't think about my grandma last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that what was going on? No. No. When we were watching the TV show? No, there were many things going on, you know, just, just emotions and, yeah. and things, you know. I was just, like, open enough, open, open myself enough to feel them legitimately, right. you know. Yeah. Rather than just be like, I feel it, clench. Yeah. Don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Rather than just, like, feel it. Just, like... Uh, it was tears, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, there's a part where they were discussing, I think, like, Duncan's mom was saying, Duncan was talking about, like, like, when you're with somebody on on their deathbed, Duncan was saying with his dad, when his dad would come out of this crazy, like, trip he's having, you know, like, not crazy trip, but, like, his dad's laying there passing, but he's going through, like, this psychological trip, this, um, this spiritual trip, and, uh, induced by the process of death, and Duncan basically, like, would just tell him when he comes out of it and ask what's happening, you know, like, hey, like, what's going on? Duncan would just be honest with him and say, like, you're dying, you know? You're like, you're dying, man. And just be straight up with him. So then he would know, like, what he had to do or what needed to be done. Like, he said, like, leave some, you know, like, take care of the nursing home people. Like, make sure they get a lunch tray or whatever or something. Mm-hmm. But it just reminded me of 
my grandpa because I saw him on his deathbed. I saw him dead on his deathbed in my grandma's living room. And, like, he was just laying there. And But, like, it reminded me of, like, the way that we would talk to him when he came out of his when he was coming to in the moment of like this reality and this space like I don't think we really at least maybe I just don't remember it and I blocked it out but I don't feel like we would tell him like you're dying maybe we would maybe grandma did but like I just feel like for a lot of people they're probably just saying like you know you're here with your family you know like bring them back to the you know like people will just try to like comfort because they're trying to comfort themselves and they can't like say that except to say that some that some person they love is dying. So they're just like, you know, we're all just, we're here. We're just, we're all sitting here. It's me, it's mom, it's, it's you know, it's Alyssa, it's Evan, it's, you know, it's Carl, it's whoever. You know, mm-hmm. it's all of us. We're just here with you. And then that's just confusing because they're going through this crazy, like, experience that nobody understands until you have it. And then we probably forget about it until we go through it again. But like... So I think if I know I'm dying, I'm probably just going to be like, I'm dying! Yeah, if you can remember that, if you can re- right, remember right. in the moment yeah, that you're dying, yeah. but like, if that ever happens with me, I want the people just, just like Doug said, just people just be fucking straight up, like, mm-hmm. you're dying. Yeah. That's what's happening. You're dying and it's okay, you know? Yeah. And then it makes, probably makes it easier, and I think that might be why, like, my grandpa held on for so long. Maybe because people were confusing him, or, or maybe not just that. I have no idea how that process works, but... I mean, regardless, in the end, I'm sure death is... The but best it, thing ever, but like. But I think it also takes like if your loved ones aren't letting go when you're trying to let go, that probably makes it harder to completely surrender, mm-hmm. in that process. You know, like people are around you not letting go of you, so how could you really like? I mean, you you can still do it. I, I don't fucking know. I've never tried. Maybe. Well, you know, remember, <laughs> remember when I was like having a crazy trip, back coming back from Tycho. Mhm. And like I said, I was like talking about how like we would never die and like we'd live forever yeah. like like we, we we would everything like heaven is death or whatever you know like heaven is dying or whatever just like and that it's not even like it's not even like it's really like it's it's just like the next step like i mean yeah you know, you know that but but like at, at the same time when i was having that trip it was just kind of like kind of like like almost like like excited for it <laughs> Yeah. You know, right. uh, like like understanding that like 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 even like seeing things in my mind that were like just showing me that like that like there's like ultimate freedom in death. Right. Yeah. Right. And that there's like an energy that persists. There's a there's a mm-hmm. love. There's something that like flows with the universe and, like, and that continues flowing. Mm-hmm. And kind of like, and kind of like Star Wars, it makes me think of the Force. Like the Force is so applicable to like how like New Age uh, thought is going yeah like it makes so much Absolutely. sense that, that everything's connected by some sort of force and the force is a perfect word for it mm-hmm. you know because you can use it you can harness it you can you know whatever mm-hmm. you know it's just something that's just really tangible and and i think that like that it's uh, we are it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you, it's tangible if you're awake to it if you surrender mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. you know, like if you clench yourself up and tighten yourself, it's yeah, yeah. why you wouldn't even, I mean, it's always around, it's always coming through us and around us, but like. And that's the thing, well, like opening yourself up to it after clenching is like, like Duncan Trestle said, it was just the ultimate uncomfortability. Yeah. It's just like, like it's, 
it's the ego. It's the ego letting go. It's the ego resist, like, like just... The ego's holding on to what it knew, the structure that it knew about just reality. Just relinquishing your true self to yourself, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's kind of relinquish, actually just relinquishing the love to yourself, you know, rather than just, like, keeping it as if you can't use it. As if you only have so much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a limited source of love, and I need it for myself. Or like I, u- or I, I it used for... it, I used it, and it went wrong somewhere. Sure, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so a I, you know, I, I let it out. I, I was free with it. Something taught me not to be free with it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Something, something, something was really negative and, and made me fucking shove it inside of my chest, mm-hmm. and. Never use it again. Or maybe not even that. It was like one thing was really negative, but right. many little things yeah, yeah, exactly. that mm-hmm. I didn't read that, you know, like you wouldn't think maybe would leave trauma. Things. But like minor things can cause trauma and insecurity and block up our chakras, block up our, our energy centers. Yeah. Experience. Definitely. Yeah. Positive experiences with love. Like, obviously promote positive feelings about it the positive experiences are gonna make you feel like you want to share it and then the negative one extremely traumatic one is gonna keep it it's gonna change that right (laughs) especially when you haven't gone through a traumatic experience regarding your your love you know like like when you've gone through say my experience you've gone through 20 years of just like just feeling like you were yourself and you were free to express yourself sure there were times where it was uncomfortable it was never really like a traumatic like ooh moment right you know that really gotcha until it happened and then and then the, the big gotcha yeah the big one gotcha and then you didn't even realize that that like all of a sudden your heart's just broken and you and you have you you, you didn't even you don't even you didn't even it wasn't even because of one it. thing like you weren't even ready for it like, yeah. like you didn't even see it coming it just happened and then all of a sudden you're just heartbroken and there's no way way around it yeah that's the traumatic experience i think it comes down to just trust that like you are safe to, to express that. Yeah. Definitely. And then to allow yourself to do it. Right. Rather than like understand, like then it's, then you understand it and then go do it. Like mm-hmm. practice it. Right. Right, practice being open. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm ready to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you open up a lot. Yeah. Me too. I feel like I have also, like, as well. Definitely. It's interesting that we both went through that shit at the same, like, around the same time and then found each other and we're both, like, it's like pulling the, ourselves out of it. The ultimate team up. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Butter toast. Butter toast. <laughs> but it's just like butter toast. <laughs> butter toast. Butter toast. Gravy. Gravy? Yeah, you have a tub of gravy in his bathroom. <laughs> I don't remember that. You don't remember? No. Uh, they, go, they like go use Ed's bathroom and he's got a tub of gravy. It has a ladle and there's a... It's just a... Uh, maybe I do A remember. tub, an entire tub full of gravy. Maybe I do. Gravy. Gravy. (laughs) Gotten the connection and the the love experience 
in, yeah. a long, in a long enough time to where you bring it food and it's fucking snarling and ready to fucking bite you. You know, and that's that was me. I was just fucking like, like I would feel my, I would feel my face like twitching, like my eyes would yeah, twitch and my yeah, nose, I feel that. Like my lip would fucking like, like just like, like if I if something pissed me off or like something, I would be like, like I would just feel it. You know, I would. Know it would hit. I'm, it would hit the face. The yeah. feeling would hit the face. Like, yeah. Or like my my eyelid would like the smallest little like, twitch in my eyelid would start, and it would just be like, oh, <laughs> I'm just twitching. <laughs> you know, because I'm clenched up. I'm on coffee because I think the coffee's helping. But it doesn't. At least at the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think the last time I had a psychotic break, it wasn't even a psychotic break. It was a, a rude awakening. Or not a rude awakening, but an abrupt one. You know? It was abrupt, but it's, yeah, it's still all with, like, yeah, love, no, no, you know? I, I know I, you know I, that. And, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that's how it was. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was just very jarring and shocking. And all of a sudden, like, nothing, nothing was the way it was. You know, like all of a sudden, uh, we'll flip the switch, just boom, and life is completely different. It's like you never lived life before, and you're just like, oh, now I'm level one again, mm-hmm. and I don't even, I didn't even read the tutorial, you know. Now I'm just now I'm really raw dogging it as an adult, <laughs> like, right. like I'm like a baby adult. <laughs> I'm like, this is like, Where's the nipple? <laughs> yeah, yeah like, this is my first time, guys. <laughs> Fresh out of the womb of life. Yeah. You know, fresh out of the womb of awakening. Mm-hmm. You know, into fucking the depths of hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> into the fucking nuthouse. Like, all right, <laughs> congratulations on achieving your spiritual awakening. I know it was really uncomfortable, but here's an even more uncomfortable situation. We're gonna put you in an ambulance and take you to a mental facility <laughs> because you need drugs, sir. <laughs> Because we have exactly what you need. We have five. We have a a perfect cocktail of prescription narcotics or whatever the fuck. I don't know what they were. Fucking prescription antipsychotics, neurotropics or whatever the fuck. Neurotropics are good for your brain. Okay, okay. That's different. Um, now I'm just using. <laughs> You're just using uh, words. Fucking ibuprofen and and acetaminophen. Fucking <laughs> Zyrtec and fucking, fucking Zyrtec. <laughs> so much Zyrtec. <laughs> That's the fucking antipsychotic, actually. <laughs> they just give you a bunch of allergy meds in the, in the, in the nose. Go sit down. Shut up. Here's a coloring book. Take this, sir, take, and here's a coloring book. Here's a coloring book. We're going to sit here perplexed because we're trying, to, we're trying to put a solution to a problem that we don't understand at all. <laughs> we're trying, it's not even a problem. It's just a situation. We're addressing it like a problem. Right. We're addressing it like it's an emergency and an illness, and there's something wrong with you, with the person. Right, but like, it's just an expression of consciousness, and yeah. it's nothing to be scared of. It's literally just like, it's, I don't know, I think the activation of consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. really consciousness. Like, like, like you might have had like... It's a sh- a, yeah, or a shift in consciousness. Well, like maybe you had like a close, like, like maybe you had like an awakening, like an awakening moment, and then you went back to your normal thing, you know? But then this... This was like, this wasn't even part of a psychedelic experience. This was like, this was like, I'm just, I'm done with psychedelics. Or I've done them. It's been like two weeks and I still feel like I'm on them. <laughs> right. Just a perma, perma yeah. trip. It was like, I'm just in there now. Like it really, it was everything I wanted. Like I was like, I just want to feel like I'm tripping forever. You got it. it. And then I'm like, it's really been two weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I'm really feeling like <laughs> open and like, like yeah. I'm really feeling like I'm receiving a lot of stuff from everywhere. Yeah, you know? I feel that. I feel and that. Then, and then I stopped, and and then I was just like, wait. And then after it didn't, after the tripping didn't, or the feeling of tripping didn't stop, because of course, like I'm not like seeing like crazy visuals and shit like that. Yeah. But it's like that that openness. Yeah, the energetic like exchange that ha- that's mm-hmm. happening, like yeah. whether it's good or uncomfortable. Or just okay. Let's say, say say like you don't understand what that is. And so right. when, when you experience it, it's really cool. You're like, whoa, this is cool. But then it's like, it's like, it's like, of course, that's what you want. But you might not be ready for it all the time yet. You mm-hmm. know, you're not might, mindful enough for that yet mm-hmm. to receive what you're going to be receiving from being awoke or awakened. awakened. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like you're going to be getting a lot of shit from other people. Shit like you might not want. Shit that's uncomfortable. And your own shit's going to come up too. Yeah, so, so like if you're like thrust into that after not being ready for it, like in my position, and like all of a sudden you're two weeks after having taken acid and nothing makes sense and you're like, fuck, you just weren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then like, going into like 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 a panic state was like what impeded my progress i think it's just the idea like like just the fact that like i'm having an existential crisis people around me are making me feel like i'm sick in the head mm-hmm. so that's all i that's all i get right like i'm just like i'm sick in the head because i don't understand what's going on so i go and like i, I get pumped full of pills and, I, and all of a sudden i'm a zombie you know and then have to slowly, years, years of uncomfortability figure it out, you know. Mm-hmm. Just interesting. Just the fact that it's like the same feeling back then. It's just like I'm more equipped to handle it now. Yeah. It's like still There's- as awesome. It still <laughs> is awesome, but now it's like I can, I can, I feel like I can, like, I can handle it. I feel like a big part of it is having the language to understand it and like the shared connection to like being able to talk about it with people that have gone through something similar as you so that you don't feel like it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like community. Yeah. That's the thing. And and that's what makes me think like, that's why we're so fucked up because this happens all the time. I think, and people get, people misunderstand what they're going through because they're getting told that it's something else. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting told that it's that it's a problem, and rather than it's like it's a part of your human experience. Right, like you know? this is and just we, an like honestly like a, a rite of passage yeah. of consciousness. And to treat it like like a fucking like that, right? You know? To treat it like a rite of passage, like this is special. This is like something to use plant medicine to get you through. Right, you and know? to spend time with, like sit with. Yeah, yeah. This is something that we are so far out of touch with that that. It's continue. It's like I can't even imagine how many people are fucked up right now because of that. I know. You know, how many people like just got the awakening from their real self, or are getting it right now during a time when the world is going through what it's going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always been going through or shit. Somebody's but... on fucking, or, or somebody is fucking prescribed Celexa, or prescribed fucking what was it? Fucking Lexapro. No, no, no. Just Wait, that's antipsychotic. Oh, okay. It was Abilify. Mm-hmm. You got somebody on fucking Abilify, who's a year in, who's so out of touch with themselves that they might not never know. They might never know who they are, because they're on antipsychotics until they're dead. You know, which basically yeah. I would hope that that's you... not the projection of like like future generations. You know, like we're definitely advancing really fast, well, and yeah. I would hope that yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that like it becomes like known that like. 
But this isn't path. always the the best route. Might not always be traditional medicine. That's the path, though. That is right now for a person that goes like goes through what that what what, yeah. what that what that's through, like who goes through that in American society. You're gonna go to a mental facility and you're gonna get put on drugs. Yeah, this is what we're told is what happens. Yeah, and you're gonna have to figure it out for yourself, or you're going to accept that that's your life. Like I felt like I needed to do, and like mm-hmm. start taking the drugs. And then I was like, I don't feel like myself. But being in my position, like, I feel like I'm aware of that stuff. And even on those drugs, I could see that I wasn't feeling like myself. But I can't imagine somebody who's not in that position taking that drug and just being like, okay, but I feel better. And really, you don't. Right. <laughs> you just don't know. <laughs> you think you're supposed to feel better with it because they tell you that this exactly. is what's going to make you feel better. And that's what you accept. Right. I think that's also why people will try to, like... I don't know, move from medication to medication. Like, for example, like, for anxiety and depression medication, like, they'll tell you, like, you just need to find the one that works for you. Yeah. You know? But, like, it's also very possible that maybe they just don't work for you. Maybe it's not for you. Really, that's just them saying, hey, keep buying it. Yeah. Try our, try our, keep trying our, try our other, you don't like that product? Well, we have this one too. This one might satisfy. We've got (laughs) 10 different antipsychotics and we've also got the old Mm. antipsychotics, you know? So we've got the old age psychotics and we've got the new ones. We'll just try. Do you want to try one of the ones that we're just trialing right now? And you know what trying means is you're on it for a month or two. Yeah. That's not just try it once and see if you like it. You know, that's try it and see how you like it. Like, like how it affects you, how the long-term effects are. Right. A month from now. Right. Are you a happy, docile citizen now? Yeah. Then it's yeah. working. Right. Oh, then you're good. Yo, you know? you're... Are you happy? Cool. Do you think that there's something wrong with the world? You're real. Wait. You know? <laughs> you know? like, are you happy? Okay. The pills are working. Are you upset with reality? You're as real as it gets. You know? Like, like, that's it. Like, you're fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Go out and be as positive as you can. Go meditate. Do something. Mm-hmm. You know, do what you love. Don't dwell on the bullshit. You're okay, though. Life is uncomfortable. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that should be your doctor's visit. Sure, maybe a little more in-depth than that. Maybe you'll yeah. like, do some plant medicine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck. Have a psychedelic experience. I think that's totally, yeah. like should be the way mm-hmm. like our the the construction of the healer yeah. in our society yeah, has yeah. been just really really stretched it's so detached and so calculating and cold yeah it's literally like this objective it's, ma- this it's very masculine it's just, it's just like what are your symptoms rather yeah. than how are you feeling yeah, yeah but i you think know? it's like it's definitely very masculine it's very logical yeah. like like very like just like you said calculated and like the the energy of a healer is generally coming from the feminine energy side like energy not like female yeah. person you know yeah. like male person it's feminine energy those characteristics creative into intuitive like compassionate nurturing that's just feminine energy male logical and like the masculine patriarchy has just manipulated what a healer is mm-hmm. because of money yeah exactly and and that's what it boils down to is is the the pharmaceutical industry complex you know it's it's just the fact that like that of course these drugs don't work you know they obviously don't or they obviously serve the purpose that it that it fits for the people in charge it keeps people happy yeah. you know it keeps people what they feel like is happy which is which means free from their normal process of being human 
you know, it's like the weight of being human is too much. Go to the doctor. See if they can give right. you something to alleviate the weight. Literally, anything's wrong, go see your doctor. You yeah. have a primary physician and healthcare, go see your doctor. Well, your back's a little achy, achy. Oh, you go get to put on some opiates. Oh, you have a cold? You got some sniffles and a sore throat? Go see your doctor? Yeah. What? Yeah, go spend $100 to get told that you just need to go fucking eat some soup. Right. You know? Or here, take this Z-Pack. Like... Or like when really like you're 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 having a psychotic break and really all you need is a fucking like I don't know a break from the bullshit that we have to do. Right. Like you need a seven. You need a week stay. You need space. You, you yeah. You need you need some time with people who know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And who can who can guide you. Yeah, space, that. love, and community. Yeah. Yeah. You need yeah exactly. You need you need people who know what's what's happening with you. Mm-hmm. And who can listen to what's happening with you. And without judgment, understand, <laughs> understand the proper action to take. Yeah. You know. When and usually the action down. that the action that's needed to take usually is just like, the answer is within the person that's going through it, and they just need people there to be like just to be with them. It's just like how do you feel? It's like I'm tight somewhere. We're gonna try to let go of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's when like energy workers can come into play too, like Reiki masters and certain people that work with energy. Like, that's their purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just really hope, I just really like see this future where healing, like he, the healer is not dominated by money, you know, like the healer is a healer because that's what, or love. yeah, yeah, that's, that's what makes that's your what heart you fucking use. sing. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you use to heal mm-hmm. rather than, you know, to treat right. symptoms mm-hmm. you know, to heal a person takes love and care, you know, rather than like healing symptoms, you know, you can, you can, you can put the symptoms away but there are still problems yeah and of course we still need the aspect of like you know like somebody breaks something like the healer like we need to have the equipment the technology to be able to like like heal people when it's like a structural thing you know like a like a 3d physical body thing it's like an emergency like like there needs to be i don't know you know because in that that brings into play like like are, are we are we doing a fucking disservice like like fucking i don't know uh what is the thing? Clear. Oh, you mean like when somebody goes, bringing when somebody them back? Dies, like, do we bring them back? Like, is that even cool? Right. You know? <laughs> oh. Is that supposed to happen? Yeah, Are I don't know. Are we supposed to be able to fucking do that? Right. Or like, should, like, people should just come back if they come back. But also, like, who's to say that that's not how they were supposed to come back? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Exactly. And like, because people like can just come back from, that. like, a coma or whatever, personally, you know? Personally, I feel like that's, like, I don't know. But also, I think, like... Somebody's dying from cancer, I don't know, or somebody's dying from a heart attack. You know, I, I do think, actually, paddles are fine. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I, I, can see, I can see the conflict, for sure, but... Well, I think that a lot of heart disease comes from... Our society being fucked up and telling people to eat the wrong things. Right. Yeah. You know? So people who have heart disease have literally just been misled into eating delicious things that are terrible for you. Right. You know, because that's what's supposed to be healthy when literally it's killing you. Right. And you don't know why you're dying. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You just had a heart attack because you feel like you smoked enough cigarettes or something when really probably you did, and then you ate steak two four times a week. Right. Steak you know? and. Sodas. Steak, no greens, <laughs> sodas, fucking beer, liquor. And, yeah, beer. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're dying. You know? Right. And it's because you've literally just been 
misinformed about what is normal, mm-hmm. you know, and what's healthy. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, we're just because to of the fucking masculine dominated mm-hmm. society. Yeah, a society that's just so far from like like being healed at large. Yeah, but it is. It is healing. It's healing. Yeah. 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 I think. Speaking from experience, one person at a time. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I think that's also why podcasts are so fucking awesome. Like, people are just, like... I think, especially right now, like, people are locked up and they have the opportunity to have these conversations. Like, I'm not saying that everybody's having conversations about reality right now and considering their life, but I think it's such an opportunity to do that. You know, and I would hope that there are a lot of people that are really using the time to constructively think about things mm-hmm. and think about what we want for a new world what kind of world we want to live in you know like letting go of what we have lived in and try to focus the energy on what we want to come forward what we want to come through for this new society it can't it can't always be the same way you know but we need to spend the energy thinking about how we want it to be creatively thinking about it you know just like visualizing like what it could look like. Yeah, exactly. Cute baby. Are you recording that too? I am. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't touch it. I just like just it. I just wanted to... You could, I just don't want to run fingers. You... I will, okay, you get to touch your hair. I just wanted to touch it. You can touch it. <laughs> I just don't... I never want to run my fingers through it again because I feel like... I, I, I always you just rip the, the curls? Out. Yeah, I just, I just pull the hair out. Like, I literally take it straight in my scalp and just... Oh, yeah. You just get get worked up and you're like... Yeah, yeah. Like, pain. Take me away from my uncomfortability. Yeah. It literally is just uncomfort. It's just like, oh, that's something to focus on. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when my hair was short enough, I would just curl it until, like, it was, like, as tight as it could possibly be and wrap it all the way around my finger and just, like... <laughs> just hold it? I would let it go. And just, ten- like, tighten it? I'd let it go and tension. untangle it. I'd let it go and untangle it. Tension and release. And then I would do it again. <laughs> tension and that release. that was how I, like, watched TV. Like, I would just sit there, get really high, and fucking... When yeah. was your hair ever long, like, that length for you to do it like that? It was really short. It was really short before it was Short, long. but it was, like... Was that when you... How to it was probably like like I don't know like like long enough just, to troll. This oh, that's a strange so length. So it's just long enough to like fit around your finger, uh-huh. and and like and like I would okay so I would curl it around and and you would feel like the the curls you would feel the the hair the hair get so so neatly put together it's like this like where no hairs are like out of place they're just all like completely tight together right. and so I would that that would be like my obsessive compulsive thing it's just like my goal was to tighten that thing up is so tight that no hair was like overlapping another hair. It was just like a tight, like... Very neat. Just a thing of hair and just wrap it all the way around my finger until it's as tight as I possibly can and then just stroke it all out. <laughs> super masculine, super masculine. Start over. Very feminine release. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give and take, give and take. Right. Balance. Equal parts father and mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, probably more mom. <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely more mom. I mean, that's clear in my chart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, more water. Yeah, more like f- eight, eight parts woman, oh, two yeah, yeah. parts no, man. <laughs> are you, you're, you have eight mass or eight feminine, yeah. right? I think I'm equal parts I think six you, and six yeah, or yeah, something five like five. that. 
five and five. Oh, yeah. is it out of ten? Mm-hmm. Yeah, five and five. So. Yeah, you're eight and two. That definitely sounds right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mostly water. And then you're like half fire and water. I'm like equal parts all around. Oh, yeah, okay. But you, I don't know, you just have a noticeable amount of fire. Just, I do. Just have... because, like, just because well, I'm my, my Mars is. Pisces, you're a water sign. Yeah, yeah. Well, my Mars oh. is Leo, so action. Right. My planet of action is fire. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense right to why it's. Home. Yeah, yeah, that's why. It, and, and then, like, I have a lot of air, a lot of Aquarius, actually. Like, my Venus is Aquarius, uh, something else is Aquarius, and my rising, my ascendant first house is Aquarius, too. So, yeah, no, I mean. But I'm definitely. And then I have, I have a little bit of Earth, like. Uh, I have some cap mm-hmm. and a Taurus fourth house I think nice. I'm starting to like actually kind of remember my chart just from like randomly I'll like look up our charts all the time like if I'm hearing uh, like water baby tarot talk about in, like a, a forecast or like a, a tarot reading or, or she's just talking about like a new moon or a full moon or what's happening with the planets and like I'll usually look at our aspects and see like how they're going to affect us uh-huh interesting and like now that i'm getting more into it it's really lining up i used to think it was so much bullshit Mm -hmm. but like now that i'm really giving it some weight and considering every single aspect of the chart it's really making sense and like getting and also like not only my own information but seeking information from people who have also studied it for a long time just just because like the the whole like i think it's really easy to be like ah astrology is cool i'm a pisces or i'm a i'm a virgo or whatever the fuck you are Mm -hmm. you know is your sun sign and, yeah. the, and to feel like that's who you are and they, and then I think that some people like they're like okay that's cool and then the other people are like that's bullshit yeah. because they don't see that yeah because and they're not just because that many uh, a hundred other things that are like playing into who you are mm-hmm. uh, versus like I don't know your 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 true nature right you know there's a lot of other stuff that's happening that, that like and like, if you look at all of it you can start to understand yourself as a whole honestly mm-hmm. you like can, you can, you can see what, all the aspects you can understand what's real and what's like what's what's society what's fake or you, what's your you programming what you literally do that's fake yeah, yeah. what <laughs> you your know? programming is or what you're yeah, yeah like like you're you're fucking ascendant and i think the ascendant says a lot of things about you but uh i take it as your mask it's what, it it's is what, it's what people it's what your first impression of that person is mm-hmm their, their yeah, initial impression yeah yeah it's not what you see after you've known them for a year probably and that mean and that's also a reflection that's what you put out like that's like just kind of like what you show people initially mm-hmm. you know yeah and then and then you know your moon sign the i don't know i associate it with shadow self mm-hmm. you know the hidden self the emotional self emotional self and and like the moon has a dark side of its of itself Mm-hmm. you know so yeah i think they uh, they can all they all have dark side and when and when a planet goes like retrograde that's when you get the shadow side of mm-hmm. those aspects of you yeah like right now gemini is retrograding i have gemini in my chart i just think like you hear like dark side of the moon or i mean not gemini is retrograding venus is retrograding in gemini so that means that those are the shadow things that are happening which are like venus is a planet of love and uh gemini uh is like a polar sign when it's a sh- when it's in shadow, or when it's shadowing, it mm-hmm. highlights its polarity, its arrogance. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what's happening right now, and like, I have Gemini in my chart, so that's just kind of like I think what I'm experiencing too. At you know, in some at some degree, mm-hmm. there's other things that are happening too, but. Mm-hmm. 
the idea, like, I come from separation. I don't know. That's, I don't even know if I really know how to word that yet. So I'm just going to drop that because I think I might just need more time with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel like a part of me has been looking at, like, this idea of polarity in our relationship, too. I think it's an interesting time that that's what's happening astrologically because, like, we're going through this time where we're trying to, like, release our possessiveness of each other so that we can be more open and I feel like in order to release that possessiveness is to recognize that, like, like, it's almost like possessiveness feels like it comes from polarity. If that, I don't know if, I'm, if that even makes any sense. Like, it's an idea that I haven't really put to words yet. I've just kind of been trying to observe it, like, maybe it's not possessiveness, but, like, maybe it's, like, my attachments, you know, like, like I think there was a part of my time where, or, or like it was like any any stimulation felt uncomfortable, just because I was so used to like feeling like I was about to die from coke, <laughs> and scared of it, scared of death. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I think I have to remind myself that literally everything has just been a result of being scared of death. Not everything, but a lot of my fear tendencies, a lot of the things that like like trigger panic in me. Yeah. Come from a position of like being afraid. Afraid of something or afraid of death. Uh, and ultimately of... at the bottom line, line, it's death. Yeah. And then there's there was like for a while there was a certain fear of insanity. <laughs> you know? Right. It was like, am I crazy? You know, like. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that for sure. You know, a I lot, felt of, that a too. lot of time at work, like away from someone like you who is easily, who can talk about things like this. And is open to that, you know, around people that I I'm not comfortable with opening up around with, you know. So, so it just felt like there was a lot of time out there that I really felt like I was just losing my shit, you know, just like mm-hmm. at my work, at job, at, at, at you know. Anywhere but. Anywhere but here. Yeah, anywhere but the house. Yeah, with somebody like like even if I even if we were out in public, if I was with you, it was just sort of like a blanket. <laughs> Yeah, or kind of just like validation that things were okay. Yeah, yeah, just kind of like or somewhere, t- somewhere to go when things get uncomfortable. You know, yeah, someone to turn to when 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 shit's too much or whatever. Like I'm, I'm just closed up and need need someone to feel like I can open up to. Right. So, and maybe that is like like why you. Yeah, because like I don't feel like I can open up to everybody, but like you're wanting to open up. Yeah, or like I'm looking around the Ave and I'm making eye contact and feeling, I don't know how I'm feeling about it, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, like that's basically how, how a lot of, a lot of my life was, it's just like making eye contact and receiving what I'm putting out, you know, uncertainty and, and fear, just like, just kind of like looking around mm-hmm. and picking the same thing up from people I met yeah, who, who, who saw that from me and were just like, right, you know, so reality is just me. like feeding back what you were feeling, it's just mm-hmm. a mirror feedback loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm from everyone so it's just like yeah. I just feel like no one likes me or yeah. like I just feel like alone and like alienated you know just like like I wouldn't even know how to break the ice you know because I'd be approaching from a closed position right. you know and it would be uncomfortable regardless even if I put the effort in just without addressing that first I would probably just run into the same closedness within myself and, not, and keep putting it on other people. 
Right. Well, that's what we're taught to do. You know, we're like, taught I don't to know, think that, that made me feel weird. Yeah. Well, we're taught to point everything externally to us. You like know, as soon as we're a kid, like this weird. is what that is. Like right. a baby. This is that's a chair. That's a pillow. That's a like book. You know, blah mm-hmm. blah blah. This is what this is, and everything is outside of you. And so when something's wrong, it's like, okay, well, it's obviously something outside of me rather than society, parents teaching us, like, well, maybe we could look inside of us and see what's going on. When we, when we smoked earlier, I still, they had me feeling kind of like, I don't I literally hit it like such a baby hit, but like, it still had me like kind of just, just analytical about myself and that doesn't. I don't, I don't need to be, it doesn't need to be like that, but that's just how I was feeling. I think for me, it took like having balls, <laughs> in my opinion, like it took having Hanging bravery, your balls, you mean? Having the balls, <laughs> having the bravery to put yourself in an uncomfortable position yeah. after an uncomfortable position and, and just like spend enough time with it to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cause it's definitely bringing something up, and it was definitely bringing something up, like just earlier, bringing up a little, little bit of something for me to see. But I was just like, I don't want to look at that. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not my desired state to be uncomfortable. But I do think that, like, uh, that, like maybe, maybe the uncomfortability shows you something, and you, like, for me, like I'm, I've definitely learned that, that, that like, I don't need to smoke a lot. That's just how it is, and that's cool. Yeah. I don't need to smoke that much. Like there's an amount that's good. Yeah, there's an amount that's good, and then I feel like at night there's a there's a part of me that just wants to smoke. Yo, like you like, just you just wake up like multiple times in the night to smoke. Well, <laughs> just oh fuck weed. <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like I just woke up. It's woke up. It's like I woke up and I think this is gonna help, but like get you back to sleep. Yeah, but I feel like it's an indica. It's supposed to make yeah. you sleepy, but honestly, it, it just activates my mind. Is it that you wake up and you can't fall back asleep, or you wake up so you're like, okay, well, this is I'm gonna need to do something to get me to go back to sleep. No, I wake up and I think it's gonna make it easier, but I'm. But you finding... don't try to like fall back asleep. Like you wake up and you lay there. No, I wake up, I go pee, and then I come back, and I hit the weed, and I go back to sleep. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I never wake up just to wake up. I wake up because I have to pee. Mm-hmm. And so I wake up, go pee, come back, pack a bowl, because I'm up, and I want to feel tired again. Right. So I hit the weed, thinking because it's an indica, I'm gonna feel tired. I'm gonna hit the blueberry yum yum or something like that, and then I'm laying there and I realize I've activated thoughts, mm-hmm. <laughs> like basically, mm-hmm. like that's that's what weed does. I think mm-hmm. you know it literally just starts your. It starts your creative brain and your and your thought brain. Yeah. It gets it going. And that's why I feel like for me, at least right now, weed and meditation don't really mix. Like I can't like hit the bowl sure. and then yeah, meditate. Because yeah. sure. like or I mean I'm sure I understand I could. that. I understand that. It it can work. Sure and it, it works could, for it. It, it, it works when I'm further away from, like, my thoughts. Yeah. It works better. I would say the same, like, especially when I was in my dark night, weed was not working, and... But, like, there was a, there's been a period of time where I've been really, like, diligent about meditating, but also using weed with it, and it was, like, super cool. Like, definitely, like, it's not like I needed it to meditate, but, like, it was a cool kind of, like, addition to the experience. Never really was uncomfortable, you know? Josh said he can pour my bourbon any day. Ooh. <coughs> Ooh. <coughs> <laughs> I 
that even mean? <laughs> you looking like a like a bourbon bartender. Like I'm the bourbon guy. I know good bourbon. <laughs> Do you see this mustache? <laughs> Do you see the mustache? Can I try it again? Because I feel like it definitely was just like the initial kind of like like adjustment to it. I was feeling like uncertain, but then like it definitely was good. Is this the hybrid? Hybrid. Yes. So when you smoke, what are you doing to open? Or, or are you just keeping, not thinking about it? I'm You're keeping, just like... Well, well uh, I feel like when I first hit it, or if I hit a couple times or something, like I feel like I'd, my... Or at least right now, my reaction is to clench. And so I have to just put my focus down clench there. Clench Open it. Really, it's at the butthole. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's yeah. definitely at the butthole. It's, it's at the butthole first, and that's where it starts to just hold, hold the energy in. Right. And it has at nowhere the, to go. At the, at the root chakra. And it has nowhere to go. So so I feel like that's when my heart starts to act crazy because it's like, just let go and let the energy flow because there's an impediment. It's like, but doom. Let go. Right. Like, let go. Yeah, the, the force is trying to come through and you like, and you're trying oh. to stop it. <laughs> Ooh, that's what I want to do. Oh, I want to watch Force. I want to watch Star Wars. Star Wars today? I want to get the new one. Okay. Because it's out. I want to see it again. Yeah, okay. We'll watch Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Adam Driver, man. Adam Driver. Kylo. Oh, is that his name? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Yo, he's so good in the marriage story, too. Yeah, he was that a was crazy. That totally makes sense. He's a Marine. He was. He was like in an active military. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that in his personality. I think he still like helps troops and stuff like that. Like, like he goes and like. I would imagine. Like works at like the cafeteria and stuff. And like, I don't know. I've, I've, I saw like, like a, a news feature on him talking about how he was in the, he was a Marine. It was like a picture of him with like the white Marine cap on. He's just like, just uh, soldier. I am soldier. Marine. Marines. <laughs> like Marines. Cops. Marines. <laughs> Marines. Marines. Dude, that would be so funny. <laughs> I am a cop. <laughs> Dude's like, cops. Cops. I am a cop. <laughs> We are cops. 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 Dude, I just lost, running around. That I shit was lost so my shit. They just bust through the doors like cops. Cops. <laughs> cops. <laughs> because that's how I see it too. You know. Yeah. Like, I see that as like the profession where you literally just gave up your brain. You're like, here's my brain, master. Cop. I'm a cop. I'm cop. Serve and protect. <laughs> Put down the weapon. I will shoot. Look at me. I you cop. have the right. I play cop. God, it's so bad. I pick, play cop. You play civilian. It's just here's your little fucking peanut of bullshit fake power, you little piggy. <laughs> Oink. Oink, piggy. I like piggies. Huh? I like pigs. Yeah, I think pigs are cool unless they wear blue uniforms. Yeah, if they're gonna be wearing blue uniforms, they need to have like four shoes on. Yeah, if they're gonna wear, if they're gonna wear, if they're gonna, yeah, they should have four <laughs> shoes, four shoes. Right. And and literally be making oinking sounds. Right. And rolling around in mud, and later be probably killed for feeding carnivorous humans. Yes. 
This is the acceptable pig. That's a fine. That's cool. That's a fine Dress pig. Dress your pig up however you want. But I don't like pigs that look remarkably like humans. <laughs> Trying to do the same thing with guns. And cars. <laughs> pigs drive cars in America. What's the TV show where they call the... Oh, it's uh, Carbon... What is it? Alter Carbon, where they have the protectorate. I like that name. I think that, that fits like an idea of like what it's supposed to be. You know, like protecting the people. Yeah. Protectorate. I think that's what they were calling like the armed forces. See, I, I feel like that's the thing. Like, but like, even I, theirs was disrupted too. I feel like a lot of things are good ideas, but in a society that's so it's, asleep... They're bad mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah, and I think it's also not just like a society that's asleep, but there's so many fucking people that like there are, there's bound to be someone that is starving for power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean. You know, if, if everybody's not with it, then there's probably somebody who's going to try and do that. You know? Yeah. And that's the point. Uh, that's that's why things fuck up, is because because of that desire for power. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But I think for some reason that desire for power is what like, is what creates duality. The idea of du- the I guess right. I don't even know like the illusion mm. of duality. Yeah. But for some reason that seems like a necessary part of the human experience because otherwise it wouldn't be a fun game. It wouldn't be entertaining. If that makes right. any sense. Yeah. It would just be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would, the be, game would be over if right. we were completely... There wouldn't be a balance to be had. Right. Yeah, yeah. There would just be stuff. <laughs> right. There would just be. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that exists somewhere, but like this plane, this planet, I feel like is a game. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, we came here to play this game. And there's sides... Yeah, yeah. There are sides to pick. Like maybe we were bored, you know, wherever you know, up in the higher dimensions. Like right, our yeah, higher self like, were bored, and they're like, "So we like set a, up this game for you guys like to a, play." There's like the positive and negative god. Uh huh. Like there's not one god. There's two. And they're like they're like. Warring over like the powers and like using they're like playing a game of war with humans, mm. and like they each get like they send they send their people yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, like, they're like, oh yeah, this was real good. We're okay, we're gonna avatars, send these guys in. They're gonna soldiers, you yeah. know, sending in, well, sending in a fresh batch of fucking artists, right. you know, to fucking fucking change some minds, you know, and then and then you got a dude over here that's like sending in a fresh batch of fucking Nazis, you know, or whatever, <laughs> you know, a fresh batch of fucking sex traffickers. <laughs> you know? Here we go. Right. You know, bring it on, good guy. Right, right, and then there's like the good guy sending down like deities. Yeah, yeah, right. deities. Like deity gods, like we're well, all sure gods. They both would. They uh, both would. You know, like we're you're right. We would. They would all send down a god of some form. Yeah, god of destruction and power, or a god of peace and love. Right, right, right. Peoples, people of that nature. Mm-hmm. People who come from that side of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not even like a. Not even like a being, but mm-hmm. like just just energy, just yeah. just types of energy. But I still like to think that like, there might just be like, a love force, and that's it. And then like we come here and we play this game, but I don't know. Like I feel like everything that happens is ultimately through love, for the expansion and growth of consciousness. I think that it the, might not be easy and comfortable, 
And it might look really fucked up, but I feel like there's love behind it for some re- like for something. We'll see that kind of like, like for a lesson, for like growth, for something. Well, it makes me think that you know, like they for say, change. without, without, uh, uh, darkness is just the absence of light. Yes, but without right light, there. They, there wouldn't, I feel like it's not possible for there to be one of them. Like, the other one has to be there for you. You have to know dark in order to know that there is light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, darkness is the absence of light. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's no, what I mean. I mean. Like, if you're going by that definition, darkness doesn't exist. It's, it's... They're the same. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, no. No. Not the same light thing. Light is light. No light is dark. You know, it's the absence of the one. It's not the existence of both. It's the absence of one, you know. So, you know, we gave it a word, but it's not like exactly the opposite of light. It's just the absence of it. Right. It's just like. It's just that it's not there. You mean it's like, so it's like separation and then like unity. Yeah. 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 It's living without and then. Yeah. Right. Realizing. Right. And, I feel like even putting the term into... light and dark has, like, baggage. Like, good and bad. It's not even good and bad. It's just separate and yeah. unity. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be any... It doesn't have to be good or bad. It's just separation and unity. And, I think and this is, like, like, the experience of the universe. That's where, like, I don't know. Uh, you know, you're talking about duality, positive and negative. I compared it to light and dark. You know, yeah, if, absolutely. If it is like that, then maybe negativity... Maybe hate is just the absence of love. You know? Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying from that perspective. Yeah, but I'm saying it's yes and also the other. I think they're both one and the same. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying yes, yeah. hate and love. Yes, good and bad. Yeah. Yes, like gods and demons. Yeah. Yes, whatever, or angels and demons. And also, yes, like separation and unity. They're all one and the same thing, yeah. Just different layers of perceiving this thing. Which we want to see as above, so below. I've only seen that once, and I remember really liking it. It's one of the it's one of the only horror movies that's come out in a long time that I actually watched and was like, that was cool. We should watch it because mm-hmm. I don't really. I just remember liking it. I don't remember too much about it. It was like cool years shit. ago. It's it's about the catacombs under Paris. Yeah. They, used to... These kids, these these this girl is really interested in it. She's like she's like researching it or something like that. She's read all about it. She's heard about like this this part that's under the catacombs or something like that that leads there's like a passageway to like the other side, you know, as like like the other like the opposite world. Yeah. Like as above, so below. Yeah. You know, so like yeah, the below. Whatever's happening now, there's also an opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, right. so like, like they they travel through the catacombs and yeah. Uh huh. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I feel like I literally just remember the idea of it, and I kind of remember a scene of them getting out of the catacombs. Mm-hmm. Something like yeah. there was light coming through. I just don't remember. I don't. It's just a really it. brief image and like memory of the story. We gotta watch it because like like, I feel like it. it it's a it counts as a horror movie, but I feel like it's more of like a scary movie. For me, horror is about like a killer or like some sort of terrible like like killing, like death, gore, like 
like yeah special a effects haunting, like, yeah you know you know shit like that and this one is more like a like an a concept that they go and explore and there's scary shit that happens but it's not like there's like gore and like sex and and, and killers and and you know like party and teenagers that get killed while they're having sex and shit like that you know like mm-hmm. that's that's what I feel like horror movies turned into recently. Yeah. It's like these re redos of Halloween and redos of Friday the Thirteenth. It were literally just like 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 you just wanted to make a porn, and then kill the porno with like a famous Halloween villain. Mm-hmm. It's like they redid it just so they could do that. Like, hey, film a porn, and then Michael Myers is gonna come in and he's gonna kill you all, and then the white girl's gonna live in the end, and and then we'll make another one after that. So. Right. my eyes buffs up a little yeah yeah just talking about how shitty horror movies are yeah and that movies. was just like a legitimately good one like yeah 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 horror movies have turned out to be pretty stale like i don't like them like, it's like within within 10 minutes somebody's having sex and then they die and that's yeah. like how the movie yeah. starts it's like cool i'm glad like 20 horror movies like this exist where it's just like so fear and sex <laughs> catch, catch the audience with the porno you'll get the male audience there for sure because they're like yeah tits <laughs> I get their death. attention. Nice. This movie's awesome, bro. I really like this. You see those tits? <laughs> yeah, and you just fucking. God. Oh. This is my favorite kind of movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Either Star Wars or Ask Books of the Road. Yeah. Tonight? Today? Now? Okay. Yeah, I don't even care I'm about down. Like, music today. Like, <laughs> I'm ready to take. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the day off. Yeah. Yeah, you've been working hard. Feels, feels good to. Feels like that's what I want. Or maybe, and maybe in a little bit you want to, you know. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Right now. Right now, appreciate this moment. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Like the coffee and weed. Yeah, my butthole feels really released. Like real, like I'm really allowing the, really allowing the flow. The force to move. Just fucking let go of the genital area. That's all. The rocks are levitating around me. Right. Just really let it drop all the way down. That's it. Completely release it. (laughs) That's so crazy. It's really like letting yourself go. Oh, absolutely. That's that's, just letting go. It's letting yourself. That's the feeling. now that I put that with it, I can like easily like understand that. Like, like you, you let you, yourself go. It's you like, let go of your genitals and your root chakra, your security. You release that blockage. Except the unexpected. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 So it allows you to be like what who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like allows you to just be and act and do things. Not not with any fear of consequence. Right. Because the second you start like. Guarding yourself. The second you fear, fear is in there at all. Yeah, yeah. Know? Separation. Because you're resisting the flow, you're separating yourself from the flow of unity. So you're tightening your butthole. <laughs> you're, tight, you're tightening yourself back up because of separation. I don't know. I'll lose you. Okay. I was really feeling that for a second and then I doubted it. But I also kind of clenched. Well, I, a, I a clenched second, a little bit. For a second, talking about clenching, I was clenching. <laughs> and then I just knew, like, so I wasn't really listening. You're trying was to just kinda like, trying to release. Yeah. 
just like I let go. <gasps> I was like, I just feel that. That's so crazy. Like just uh, like the difference. What? You know the difference of oh, feeling yeah. feeling presence. like you've let go. Yeah, presence. The difference in in how present you are. Because yeah, I knew that for a while. Like I, I understood presence, but I never felt it. And I was just like, I can't wait for when I do. Yeah. Because you know, I I know that it's gonna be awesome. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's definitely like like. Like, it's already, like, almost, it's kind of like riding a bike. Like, like it come, come how it came, comes back. Yeah. Because, like, 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 I'm, like. You're like, that's right. That's what it feels like. A week ago, I would have been, I would have already been so uncomfortable. I would have tried to, like, like, hide somewhere in something. Like, do something. Play a game. Fucking, like, I don't know, watch Naruto. Like, do something to keep me from feeling how I feel. Right. You know? Rather than, like, no, I just, like, I actually, like. I feel good yeah. right now. And I like, I like it. I want to feel as good as I possibly can. <laughs> like, yeah. So w- within reason. You know. Right. We're not being hedonistic or anything, right. you know, but like maybe yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Sex parties and DMT can come and older. We welcome this. Yeah. <laughs> you want sex parties and DMT? Come to our place. Right. Do what? Sex party home. Sex party home. <laughs> <laughs> Just go out on the porch and say, Hootie hoo! Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> you hear, Hootie hoo! Everybody's, come, Everybody's over. flocking over. Just like pop out of the window, Hootie hoo! I'm standing in the doorway with a, with a bowl of condoms. Yeah. <laughs> music and, music and lights go. are happening, Here mushrooms are on the table. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, two for you. Welcome. <laughs> oh, extra big. Welcome. <laughs> you got lights and toys and <laughs> snacks. You got fruit. Then somebody shows up and you're like, Paul, we know you have herpes. <laughs> you can't come here, dude. It's not okay. Or like, man, you can sit and watch. Like, dude, you know that's okay. You can be a part of the community, man. But like, like I, haven't, I, didn't have, I haven't had an outbreak in like a week. Get the fuck out of here, Paul. <laughs> oh, we don't Paul. want we don't want your you don't want your non outbroken herpes ass anywhere near our sex party. I'm sorry. Right. Chances are it doesn't matter anyways. Right. See, because I looked into that and it's like you can have herpes and still not pass it along if you yeah, don't yeah. have an outbreak. Yeah, yeah, I've heard I've heard it. So fucked. Yeah. That whole disease is fucked. My boss, I when, when I was going through that thing where I thought I might have herpes, I really thought I did. And I was like, I just met Alyssa. This would be so fucking bad. Did you tell the doctor that? The boss? No, I'm sorry. I, told my, doctor. I did tell my boss. Because I was like, because they knew that I was about to come see you. And then they knew about that. Oh, cause, they, right. Because Hakapoos. Yeah, like, super yeah. Because like. they knew about that. Because Kat came out of the bag. And then and then I'm talking to my boss about it. Because like, we work together. And he's just, he's like, uh. He's really cool. He has herpes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, he was fucking man whore back in the day. Like, like he on it. Like they called me little Eric because I look a lot like him. Right. Like if you see him, he's got long hair. He's like a big, like a muscular guy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Like me and him, like honestly, like looked a lot alike, and we were a lot alike in ways. I was so closed off. It sucked because he's a really cool dude, and I don't ever really felt like I like made myself 
seem that cool to him. We could always go catch up with him, you know, next time yeah. we go down. Last time we went, he was like, hey, man, you know, I'm actually kind of cool, man. I was I was cool then. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I just wasn't myself, man. I really didn't need to be doing cocaine. Like, maybe even talk to him like that because yeah. he really is, like, a cool guy. I, I mean, if you're like, open, you're probably willing to just share shit. Yeah. Like, you know, that's... I just feel like I, I, I think I think that he understands, he would understand that more than anything. That might paint the picture... Fill in all the blanks for him as far as like me just splitting like I did because really yeah. I just like came in the next day I sent him a text. It was just like I left work early. I got pissed off at work But I, I think that's gonna be it and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be moving So like I came in the next day. It was just like he was just like that's gonna be it. I was like, yep And then I went over to his house Met up with his wife got my money hugged her said bye and, and left mm-hmm. Got in the car head this way Got my last check but it was just because it was so uncomfortable to be there after that, even. And just, like, I was just, like, so closed up talking to him. I was just, like, I'm, like, shaking. And I'm like, that's just how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is just how it is right now. And he's like, that's how you want it to go? I was like, yeah. Because, I mean, the way Huckapoo's goes, somebody's leaving, they're throwing a party. Yeah. You know, like, your fam, you know, like, you know, yeah, that's right. how it goes. Like. And then there is like a genuine part to that, but it's just a destructive family. It's just like, hey, if you're going to be part of this family, you got to realize you're probably going to die when you're 55. Because you're going to be doing coke until you're 55. <laughs> doing coke and pizzas. Yeah, coke and pizza. You know, like like living every year like it's five years. Right. You know, like that's why people that are there that are like 29 look 35. Mm. You know, and people that are 32 look 40. Like the dude looks thirty, dude's thirty two and looks older than my boss, who is like almost fifty. Wow. Yeah, Eric's like in shape. He's he's done drinking. He's done fucking around partying and stuff. He's sober. He's got kids now. Oh nice. You know, like like he was definitely like he he was telling me like he used to be the guy who was falling down the stairs at Huckapoo's. Got, <laughs> got up, he like, graduated like, at his own place. He passed the fucking torch, man. Yeah, exactly. And Maybe he, a he couple had kids. of them. He had kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, he had kids. He said hanging it up, raising kids. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a badass dad. You know, and, like coaches his kids and fucking, he's there. Like you know. Like, he's not, like, not there. He's there. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's cool to see a person who knows, like, when to make the decision to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they know what, what is good for them. Yeah. Like, he's got a kick-ass pizza place. Mm-hmm. Time to fucking put the big boy pants on, you know. Yeah, and like, I think, and I think at that time you knew what was good for you too, and that's why you had to do it the way you did. Mm-hmm. And and well, that's what I mean when when I, when I getting around to what I was actually trying to say. Like like when you when I come back to or when I come back and like maybe talk to him and tell him like yeah I was just like in a bad spot like really just felt like I was in an unhealthy pattern of doing doing coke, and he knows, you know. Yeah. He sees we do it around him. Right. So like, easily he understood. He knows we're doing it. He knows everybody who comes there does it. And he doesn't care. I mean, he's in there like eating a cupcake. He's he was in there eating a cupcake. My buddy was doing a bump. My buddy was telling me about it. He was like he was like I was in there doing a bump. Eric came in, and uh, I started eating a cupcake. He was just chilling in there. And he he looked over me and I was I just had my bag and he was just like he was just like look at us, both in here doing what we love. <laughs> <laughs> so dude knows, like it's not a it's not a secret and uh, you know. 
I think so many people have left working at Huckapoo's because of that very reason. Right. Because they felt that they were, it was just uncomfortable. I remember being at a party feeling really uncomfortable, going back and doing bumps with people. And they were like, I was talking to a friend of mine that I grew up with. He worked at Huckapoo's for a year or two. And he was just like, yeah. He's like, it's fun, man, but it is fucking wild. He's like, he's like, I had to fucking leave. Like, just to be, just, just to separate myself from it. Give some space. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to do it for yourself. And I've heard that from multiple people. It's the Huckapoo's life is not a long-term one. Not the way they do it. Right. Unless you're smart and you can be around it and say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can take ten co-workers all doing coke and you just be like... And everybody's like fucking just partying. Mm-hmm. You're just like... Shit, fucking Jameson and Coke. <laughs> I don't really like Jameson. Huh? I don't really like Jameson. Yeah. Oh, that was my shit. <laughs> that was, oh my gosh. Yeah. But that was the thing at Huckapoo's. You could be working, making pizza, and drink six beers on the shift if you wanted to. You just walk out there and go grab one. You didn't say anything. Right. It's just, you can just do that. Like, that was so crazy just to be in the beginning, like the first two weeks. I don't think it was the first <laughs> month I let myself do it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, Go grab a liquor bottle, pour a drink, go make pizza. Right. And do that. Like, you can go do Coke, go get another drink after you've done too much Coke, and just back and forth. Right. Until you're That's at home funny. watching Game of Thrones, fucking spinning. <laughs> just like, I didn't really want to party with anybody, but this is what I had to do to get through the uncomfortability. Just get drunk enough get drunk enough to fall asleep (laughs) right yeah I lived like a mile away from Huckapoo's but I would get fucked up there and just drive home Mm -hmm. like like down this one mile stretch of road that is the most cop infested stretch of road on Tyvee and I never saw a cop (laughs) but many people get pulled over there all the time Mm -hmm. but I would just say fuck that shit every time I just fucking (laughs) <laughs> and just like pull onto my street as quick as possible like I would be so coked up I would be I would see any light in my rear view mirror and be like fuck fuck <laughs> right like my heart would be like <laughs> and I'm just like holy shit I have to get home like fucking speeding to just get away from this like paranoia speeding to get away from the paranoia <laughs> yeah seriously seriously Mhm. once like the universe is in a constant state of expansion. Mm-hmm. Big Bang. Right. It's like a, a giant release. And then and then he's talking about how one day in, in, in the movie he gets to the part where he talks about the big squeeze. Yeah. And how like eventually it'll have to go back. Right. Into a, into a clenching. Right. Yeah. yeah, clench and release. Yeah. And then it'll happen again. In and out. That's pretty crazy. It's crazy to think of that like that. Like, like if, if as above, so below, in and out, above, whatever. Yeah, because I feel like separation and unity also has, like, there's baggage there, too. But in and out. Maybe separation and unity means, like, I don't know, separation. Like, into unity and out of unity. 
but that still makes it seem like, I don't know, or maybe it's just because we've been programmed, I don't know, to think that like separation from unity would be bad. In and out. Yeah. Clench on release. 